0: Welcome to another podcast at Hunting Under Heaven. I'm your host, James Schultz. We're talking about some things today that may disturb a few people, uh, but it should be—it should be that um, sometimes we offend people by what we say, not intentionally, but um, some. Most of the time, the, the truth of God, as it pertains to the heart of men, convicts the soul, and maybe it takes a little time—some longer, uh, some shorter—but uh, what it does is it, it causes the conscience. Uh, to have a uh, a stop for a minute and reason with what it's been doing, what it believes, where it's going. And uh, it it causes a man to consider, a woman to consider their ways. Uh, The Bible teaches us uh, to consider our ways, uh, whether they be good, whether they be evil. Uh, The Bible also teaches that by the fear of the Lord, men uh, depart from evil. So those are good things to convict the conscience with, that uh, whether we like it or not, there's um, uh, sins that we commit daily that uh, I would like to say that are minuscule in comparison to the great Adamic sin and the sin nature that was received to humanity, all humanity, through the disobedience of the first man, Adam. Now the Bible says the first man, Adam, was made a living soul. The last man, Adam, was made a quickening spirit. That's Jesus Christ. So we have to look at this. What, What we're really dealing with when we say sin is you really have to get down to the sin nature that men by nature hate God. The carnal reasoning of men by nature is to have great animosity, a carnal hatred against the Most High God. This is inspired and infused into the tentacles of man's nature through the fallen one, the wicked one, that created disobedience, caused an illusion, man took part of that illusion and fell, and so by it plunged the posterity of mankind into sin. Well, I want you to consider this today, that uh, sin uh, by itself would be nothing but when it is connected to man, man dies. Okay, so to us, if it was if it was by itself and that we never even knew about it, it doesn't pertain. But sin being infused into man who was created by God to live and to dwell in the garden, to have fellowship and communion with the Holy Spirit, uh, with his presence, to enjoy all the fruits of the labor that was in that garden, to maintain and steward that land, he in sinning by disobeying god fell and was removed from that place that habitation of beauty and grandeur so what we have now is a humanity if you will loitering around standing around in the field of what we would call this earth in the uh, uh, process of time from one generation to the next generation to the next generation waiting around hanging around doing their thing listening to their tunes eating their food doing parties going to parties taking their drugs getting their education bowing down to their idols loving their neighbor or hating their neighbor committing war murdering doing their thing okay and they're in the field of this earth which is a huge graveyard and they're waiting around to pick up a check. They're waiting around, all humanity is loitering and waiting around to pick up a payment, to get paid for their what they've earned. Now, day to day, we have eight hours in a day that we most people work, some do 10, some do 12, some do 24 uh, hour shifts. But at the end of their time allotted to them in their work, they receive a payment and that payment is the earning or the wage that they have coming to them. I want you to consider this for a minute, that in life, in this graveyard of earth, in this veil of tears that we are in, in the great trauma and the afflictions that we're under, that we are waiting around to receive a wage. I I don't know that many consider this, but I want you to today. Without Christ, you are hopeless. Without Christ and his shed blood, you are condemned. Without Christ and his shed blood and his gift of eternal life through faith in him, you are doomed and judged already. Without Christ, there is no hope. With Christ, there is hope. There is assurance. There is a crowning eternal life given to you. In Christ, there is satisfaction, there is food, a plenty, there is the water that is issued from his belly, the waters of life that run continually. And when I say these things, in Christ, there is the hope of glory, a steadfastness, a confirmation, a removal of sin, a judge that is for you, a mediator that is a go between between wrath and, and judgment in hell, a a. A crown of righteousness, robes of righteousness, jewels as, uh, of eternal life given unto you. See, these things in Christ are yours plenty. but outside of that, there is nothing but a wage. What is the wage? The Bible says, the wages of sin is death. So humanity, without Christ is still in sin, still going to be judged, and still going to die eternally. The Bible teaches that's why there's a desperate need for you to come unto Christ today in repentance, in sorrow of heart, and in sincerity to acknowledge him as the Lord of your life and as him as the King of Kings and him as the only Savior. There's a great need for that because outside that you are sitting on the pedestal of sin and you are waiting for your wage and the wage you're going to receive is death. Not only physical death, but spiritual death. Great importance and be able to dissect the two apart, spiritual and physical. Yes, they're connected. But when Adam fell, I want you to understand his soul, his body, And his spiritual communion were severed, meaning he lost the spiritual communion with the Father. He lost that wonderful repose there in the garden, and his body died. And if God had left him in that state, the soul and the body eternally would have been doomed. But he made a coat of skins, showed that the ram was slain, there was blood... They partook of that, and he covered them graciously with a skin which was of an animal, which was a token of the lamb slain, Jesus Christ the righteous. And that would come in the process of time. And that's why all the Old Testament prophets and all that priesthood was talking about one day future where Christ would come and absolve that. And he would lead captivity, captives, and give gifts unto men, grace, mercy, ju- truth. And he would go to the highest heaven, sit down, and he would always be there praying and interceding for our sin. For us. It's a, It's gone. See... These, these uh, souls today that are struggling, struggling uh, against uh, this tyrannical system in this world, they have a Savior. Go to Christ. Come to Christ. Ye that are weary and heavy laden, he said, I'll give you rest. Come to Christ. See, this this message I'm teaching to you is he paid the penalty. You don't have to sit around and wait for uh, uh, your wage that you are earned through sin and the Adamic nature and the fallenness and the corruption. You're now sealed unto the day of redemption through the precious blood of Christ. He paid the debt you couldn't pay. He took upon him the wrath of God and the judgment of God, which was for you. And he stood in the way of that. I want you to see that today. I want you to look at that today. I want you to think about that today. I want you to watch yourself and, and consider your ways. And in doing so, understand that outside of Christ, you're waiting for your wage and your earning is going to be death. And it's going to be separation from God, eternal hellfire, and damnation. People don't want to hear about that today. But I'm going to tell you what. The rich man was given a picture by Jesus Christ when he uh, threw Lazarus away in this life and was mean to him and cut him off. And he was a beggar. And when that rich man died, he went to hell and begged for a drop of water to cool his tongue. Because he said he was tormented in that flame where the worm dieth not. That serpentine is running circles in misery. And Lazarus was beckoned into the bosom of Abraham, or into that place of repose, and uh, uh, received blessing after life. Uh, We're trained down here uh, by a Luciferian system to idolize uh, what we see, what we hear, what we feel, what we taste, what we think. Those are all, like you look at the five senses, that's what man is addicted to. Outside of that, there's the spiritual world that God said, they that worship me must worship me in spirit and in truth. God is a spirit come unto him in spirit and in truth that is believing in Christ what Christ his beloved son did so this I may sound a little bit preachy today and you know what I have to because we're in the last moments of uh, till midnight I believe we're in the last ticking minutes to midnight before the time of this age is over and the harvest is ready And there's going to be a great harvest. And he's going to pull some of his uh, sheaves into his barn. And he's going to separate the wheat from the chaff. And he's going to take the tares from the wheat and separate them. One he's going to burn, one he's going to collect into his kingdom of righteousness. And people say to me all all the time, that sounds like a foolish fancy. That's a tale told. What are you talking about? Well, I wouldn't say it if I weren't uh, convicted by the power of the Holy Spirit to keep saying this and to keep speaking this and to keep telling individuals about this. But consider your ways today. Uh, consider whether it be right or wrong. You know, there is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways that lead to death. Quit listening to the false narrative of dead systems of men and turn back to the Word of God. Read the entire Scripture of the New Testament. Try reading the Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Read the Acts of the Apostles and then start ro- going through the books that Paul wrote, okay? Very important to your soul today. Because this illusion that we're in is for just but a short time. Where man is like the, the the fire and the sparks that go upward. He is like a vapor. Uh, in the last couple days, I went to my dad's funeral, another friend of mine's funeral. I'm going to a funeral today. So man, who was a few days and full of trouble, has to consider his ways. What the answer is. It's not in your philosophies. It's not in your bank account. It's not in your food supplies. It's not in your AR-15s. It's not in your army. It's not in the strength of your legs. It's not in the knowledge you have retained in terms of intellect. It's not in your friend. It's not in your families. It is in none of that because they'll all perish. They're all empty. They'll all go away. They will become a thing of naught. The place will remember it no more. And when we're all buried six feet under or cremated or burned at the stake or whatever we had happen to us, that place doesn't remember it. But Christ does. He put us in the palms of his hand. We're written on his heart. We are the crowns on his head of thorns. We are the the children that were redeemed from the hand of the enemy. You you think he's going to lose any of those? He said he'll lose none of them. He has sealed us unto the day of redemption to whomsoever has come unto him. No man cometh unto the Father except through the Son, Jesus Christ. All that the Father giveth me shall come unto me, and him that cometh unto me I will in no wise cast out. These are words of truth. Read the scriptures. Go back to the word of God. Do your due diligence. Consider your ways. Uh, Put off foolish speaking. Count the words that you speak that are stupid and go back to the words of truth because i'm telling you something the handwriting of the angelic host is taking note of all the liturgy that we speak whether it be condemnation or whether it be righteousness whether it be judgment or whether it be justice or whether it be false or true these things are being uh, noted and counted you understand me so when, when today I, I speak this to you, I speak it in love, I speak it, uh, I, I pray through prayer and heartfelt concern for those that are, have gone a-whoring after their own ways, that have gone a-whoring after their own gods and their own idols, and have departed from the, the living and true God, Jesus Christ the righteous. So at Hunting Under Heaven today, that is my thoughts on consider your ways, O oh men, and consider your ways, women, consider your ways, children, what we're doing because the time is short and the days of evil, are evil walk with eyes wide open circumspectly and redeem the time that God gave you until next time may God's grace and blessings be upon your soul and your life alright